He's always mistakenly British. He grumpets Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Guilty. Known on all seven continents. Guilty. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. Guilty. He's a recording star and a TV star. Guilty. James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, presents Mark Stein. He's guilty. <laughs> America. <laughs> America's undocumented guilty anchorman. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> man guilty Mark yeah. Stein uh so Mark Stein um you're in the news <laughs> yeah I've been found uh, guilty guilty it's not really funny uh this might be the last show we do um I've been found guilty by ofcom which is the name of the ministry of truth in uh the United Kingdom uh, for a show I did uh, a year ago, basically on uh, some of on the ineffectiveness of the COVID vaccines, which don't protect protect you from being infected and don't prevent you from giving the thing to other people. So I did a show on it, and in the interests of shoring up the collapsing narrative of the COVID years. Ofcom, Ofcom, the Ministry of Truth, has pronounced me guilty. And uh, I don't know quite, I'm going to, I really, I'm not really in the mood for another law. I need another lawsuit like I need a hole in the head. I mean, the one in D.C. has been going on 12 years. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. Con- I'm confident that there'll be the right to a speedy trial in the U.K., but I'm, I'm going to, you know, counter sue. Because I think actually uh, we we live in a blizzard of lies. It doesn't really matter whether you're living in the U.S., Canada, Australia. Um, the the swirl of lies all around from this malign alliance between the media and the state is pretty much the same everywhere you look. Yeah, it's impossible to tell the truth. I mean, first of all, when I saw this outcome business, I said, "What the." <laughs> what is this? It sounds pornographic. It yeah. sounds like they should be reviewing porno films or something. No, but that's no. Uh, that's another government bureaucracy. Actually, an old friend of mine uh, wound up as the guy who had to review porno films. And so he, he became extraordinarily expert. Well, all the things you were talking about just when we were on the air a couple of weeks ago, uh, oh, he yes. became extraordinarily expert. That's an entirely different government bureaucracy. So don't get them but mixed you... up. I, I, By the way, I have not been found guilty of uh, misperforming in pornographic movies. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I just want to make that clear, you know. It's not like we, I, I've, I've been around stuff like that. In Quebec, uh, the Office de la Langue Française, the uh, Office for the French Language, uh, prosecuted a sex shop owner because he was selling sex aids with instruct. They were from New Jersey, and they had instructions in English only. <laughs> and they prosecuted the guy because, uh, you know, if you were a French speaker, you might accidentally have a bad accident using these particular items in the wrong way. So I could go down that road, too. Oh, goodness. All right, so, but, but to, in all seriousness, so you, you told the truth about the lie. Look, everyone knows that these vaccines, even... Th- 
the manufacturers have now admitted. Yeah. Well, they actually admitted that they're not they are not what the government told us they were in the very beginning. No, and and the story has only moved in my direction this last year. A lot a lot of countries have withdrawn certain of uh, the vaccines entirely, um, and then you've had uh, one by one, starting in Scandinavia, they began withdrawing them uh, initially for people under 18, and then for people under 50, and then for people under 65, and then you had France and the UK basically withdraw them entirely. The United States, uh, I saw some horrific picture of... Uh, Little kids in grade school lining up to be jabbed. There's no medical reason for that whatsoever, and there's a lot of medical reasons for not doing it. So the story's only moved in my direction, and I've essentially been uh, convicted a year later for not submitting myself and abasing myself before what is now an utterly discredited narrative. So, you know, as I said, I'm not really... I'm going to have to... Uh, sue these guys, but, you know, I'm doing it without much uh, enthusiasm, but they it, are disgraceful. It is disgraceful. I saw one reaction uh, on Twitter that said, this is exactly why we revolted. This is exactly, <laughs> you were the case, why we broke away from those people across the pond. Yeah. This kind of stuff. <laughs> no, that, I, and I, won, I <laughs> at a certain level, I'm sympathetic to that. Uh, he said, yeah, this is, this is why we threw off the uh, hated tyranny of the British Crown uh, 250 years ago. But then again, I look at what has happened, what uh, Tucker was broadcasting on his show last night. And, you know, basically, we're all sliding off the cliff. And there's slight subtle nuances in how we're sliding off the cliff, according to whether you're in a constitutional republic or in a constitutional monarchy. But the salient point is that the cliff, the edge and the hard fall right uh, at the bottom are all consistent across these various nations. Well, let's talk about Tucker for a minute, because today, as, as, you, as you heard, uh, uh, Chuck U. Schumer and the, the turtle... Uh, both come out. Uh, mm. the, the turtle was a little bit less heated than Chuck U over yeah. this, uh, but they're basically accusing uh, Tucker Carlson of lying. And I love what Chuck U. Schumer said. He cherry-picked. Mm. We haven't seen these foot these things before, so who's been doing the cherry-picking of footage here? And I just found it curious that what we're seeing with our own eyes, they're telling us not to believe, which is, the Capitol Police escorting the shaman around like he's right. a guest, a valued guest, right. here for the uh, House and Senate tour. And also this uh, offer, uh, officer, uh, Sicknick, uh, who they claim was slain, was mm. walking around quite healthy, um, yep. was slain in, by protesters. So their narrative seems on this January 6th seems to be exploding. Now, I also find it curious... Uh, uh, Mark, the people that tell us democracy dies in darkness. <laughs> if uh, the democracy dies in darkness, uh, uh. so so these people have been lying about the Russian hoax. Yeah, they lied about the origins of COVID. Yeah, they lied about so many things over the years. You could go yeah. back through Benghazi. You could go back further than that. These are the people that consistently have brought us lie after lie, but now they tell us trust them. And trust our narrative of January 6th. Why shouldn't we trust 
at least at least give what Tucker Carlson is presenting a fair view. Well, you said democracy dies in darkness, the Washington Post line. Actually, democracy dies uh, by uh, through things like this, where essentially an event occurs. Now, actually, whether the event itself was spontaneous is is uh, difficult to know. As you know, there are all kinds of agents provocateurs from the FBI who've been cited and all the rest of it. But uh, whatever, let's put set that aside. The event occurs, and it is then distorted and weaponized, not only by one political party, but by key agents, agencies of the state. Now, I regard the... You, I have, I have almost unbounded admiration for the United States, but I will make an exception for the Federal Department of Justice, which is a dirty, stinking, rotten, corrupt body uh, that has been horribly politicized. And when I look at things like the 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 thing about the guy in the uh, buffalo horns wandering around. Uh, that is not consistent with the fact that he has uh, been sentenced to 41 months in jail, three and a half years. That is uh, after being uh, detained in solitary and all the rest of it uh, under the lethar- and under the abuse of his constitutional rights to a to a speedy trial, or even the constitutional right to have a court date at which the judge will schedule his not-so-speedy trial. So we've had total corruption of the process here, but the net result is that people who were sort of, as we see in the film, are being ambl- uh, they're, they're having perfectly cordial um, uh, inter- interchanges with uh, the, the Buffalo guy with seven police officers. There's seven to one. Even by the crappy standards of the Capitol Police, which I regard as a disgust. They're not a police force, really. They're a Praetorian Guard for these pampered emirs of Incumbistan uh, of either party, which is why McConnell and Schumer are all on the same page on this. But this is actually a story of how um, uh, the the uh, the establishment weaponized this event uh, in order for its own political purposes, perp- it mischaracterized it and ruined the life. So what we have here is, you know, all the people who are supposed to be for the little man, like Bernie Sanders and Nancy Pelosi and everything, essentially this is rich, powerful people ruining the lives of nobodies you know, uh, 64-year-old uh, people from the Midwest with no criminal record who happened to go up to the capital city on the wrong day, destroying their lives uh, to advance their political needs. That's how democracy dies. Demo- democracy dies not in darkness, but in the Klieg lights of the fake third-rate dinner theater uh, peddled by uh, the uh, Congress and their allies. Meanwhile, Mark, today I look in the, in the papers and I see that there is true violence going on, true riots going on in Gay Paris. Um, and you were <laughs> over there. Um, well, I mean, that's, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, these people are in the streets. They are rioting. They are throwing things at police officers. They are burning things. They mm-hmm. are just demonstrating. And you've got not, again, not everybody, but you have a true, a, a, a few truly, uh, angry people that are rioting 
over yeah. there because the French government has decided under Macron that they have to work two more years in order to collect their <laughs> massive welfare retirement bennies. And they're yeah. unhappy about it. <laughs> yeah, they're, so, uh, yeah, they're, they're raising, they're proposing to raise the retirement age from, uh, I think from 45 to 47. So people have gone absolutely bananas about it. <laughs> they, don't mean that, uh, they don't want that at all. But I tell you, it actually, uh, uh, somebody wrote to me, uh, from France, uh, and reminded me of something Rush used to say, and in fact said it, uh, around about the time, just after the 2020 election. I remember Rush talking about it when there were talk of protests and all the rest of it. And he said, uh, well, you know, there's no point in a protest unless you're going to get two million people on the streets. And Rush used to say that with reference, if you were proposing a demonstration for this or a demonstration against that, he would often do it. He'd say, we need at least a million people or we need two million people. And I remember Rush saying that. Well, in France, they actually do put a million people on the street and they get results. And it's interesting uh, to me that, uh, you know, the the government will probably, to one degree or another, end up accommodating these people because they're able to turn out, they are able, the, you can say what you like about the French, but they are able to get a million people on the street when they want to. And again, it's an, a forlorn contrast with the January 6th business because, you know, it's going to be, they people all over the country look at the way uh, some blameless fellow who ambled along behind some guy into the Capitol uh, and he spent two years in jail awaiting a trial date, people look at that and say, uh, no, I think I'll sit out the next protest. Well, they don't do that in France. They do get out in the street in the numbers that Rush used to call for. And, 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 but yet I don't see any condemnation. From these same people about how, how the, the French government is in danger and how fragile their democracy. That's what we were told. American democracy is fragile. Yeah. Oh, we're on the edge. We're teetering on the brink yeah. of collapse here yeah. because of January 6th. And yet you can have these violent riots taking place across the sea in France and not a word, not a peep from the international community about how this endangers the democracy of France, or this endangers, or the, the fragile balance of liberty in France. Not a word. No, uh, but that's because, you know, official rubbish. Uh, if you look, at, what, what, the point of January 6th was to be the nail in Trump's coffin. Um, I remember while it was still going on, while there was still smoke billowing out of the capital, which which did look fairly dramatic. You might think if it was a city you didn't know, oh, there's a revolution going on. But I remember being on TV with Tucker that night and uh, saying, you know, I don't care about this. It's a what I tell you how again, democracy doesn't die in darkness. Democracy dies in the darkness of a totally fake. Potemkin legislature, where the so-called legislators don't read the bills they pass, where you have 3,000 bills on everything, so it's not, as we talked about a week or two ago, you say what you like about George III, but the Tea Act was about tea. Uh, these right. now are just like 3,000, 4,000-page bills that nobody could read. We all saw the picture of the guy... Well, uh, he's, he died a couple of years ago. He was a long-time congressman flying back to Chicago or wherever it was, uh, reading Playboy magazine. On He had the bill next to him. 
<laughs> had no desire to read it. He was looking at Playmate of the Month for May or whatever. Uh, nobody reads those bills. Those bills are stitched together by staffers and lobbyists. It's so, oh, this uh, great citadel of see this shining city on a hill or whatever it's a garbage legislature uh, that is entirely dysfunctional that has perverted uh, the idea of self-government you elect someone to legislate uh no I, I don't have time to legislate so my intern will work it out with a couple of lobbyists i mean that's actually d- democracy die democracy goes to the u.s capital to die wow and so we're going to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Mark. Uh, we're going to see how real democracy, we're going to go to Croatia uh, to see how democracy works there. That's, that's yes. It. And you know what? I cannot wait. Are we getting off in Montenegro? Yeah, which I, I love. It's a, uh, it's a fabulous wild mountain kingdom. And I've always loved Montenegro, and uh, uh, and just in case Al Sharpton is listening, by the way, it's that it means the land of the dark mountain, the land of the black mountain. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to find that I've been cancelled <laughs> because I accidentally gave the name of a sovereign state that's a member of the United Nations. It's a fabulous place. You, it's, it, I love Montenegro. So let's invite everybody to join us. We're going in July. Yeah. We'll be overseas. We're going to start in Italy. I've never been to Italy. I cannot wait to see um, a little bit of uh, it, it, Italy up close. Yeah. And then we're going to Montenegro. We're going to go up the Adriatic Sea. Yeah. And so tell people how they can join us, Mark. Uh, well, they can join us if they go to MarkSteinCruise.com. That's uh, Stein, S-T-E-Y-N, all one word, MarkSteinCruise.com or SteinOnline.com. And we would love to see you. We always have, I mean, I'm just, we, there's people from all over the world. There's people coming from Australia. But there is a big uh, turnout from Americans. And I know particularly with the Californians on these cruises, they, they're, they're people who say, oh, I have to bite my tongue all day long at work. And it's so nice just to be able uh, to say what I actually think and instead of having to pretend to nod along to rubbish about climate change or whatever it is. And so people always have a good time on these things. And there'll be you and me and Michelle Buckman uh, will be, uh, who, uh, it, by the way, people think of Michelle Buckman as a former congresswoman and a presidential candidate. She's actually a terrific comedian. Um, you know, I did a comedy sketch with her. We played those two FBI lovebirds, uh, oh. Pete, Peter Strzok and Lisa, whatever her name was. Page, it, it, yes. Yeah, Lisa Page in this comedy sketch. And her comedic timing is lethal. And I'm revising the old W.C. Fields line about never working with children or animals to never working with children or animals or Michelle Buckman because she's got lethal comic timing and... Uh, she's also a fantastic singer, uh, too. So you'll see sides of Michelle, uh, that you might not have seen before just from watching her in Congress or on the campaign trail. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. Mark, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Guilty. And I am so. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, you don't you don't have to be uh, convicted of thought crimes to get a spot on the cruise. So if you've led a blameless life, you've got an unblemished record. If you kowtow and cave to the state on all their official narratives, you're still allowed to come on the cruise. Wonderful. James Golden, a.k.a. Slurry. Thanks, Mark. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. Your call's coming up, 800-848-WABC. Don't go away. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.